routine flight between Sydney and LA for Oceanic Flight 815 until... Lost on a mysterious island, the survivors have more to fear than survival itself. Five, four, three, two, one. It's a lie! It's not real! You killed us all? Nothing is real! Namaste, thank you, and good luck. <laughs> I think your friends just blew themselves up, brother. I just saved us all. I've got to go, and you've got to get as far away from here as possible. Go where? Stop! I'm gonna blow the damn Tom. Who are you people? We're the good guys, Michael. You push the button. That's an order. All we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us. Miss Whitmore, I think we found it. This is the Lost Initiative from Sky One. Hello, I'm Ian Lee, and this is The Lost Initiative, the UK's official download show for Lost. Now, we've just watched episode 14, Expose, and we're basking in the aftermath of the return of all those old faces and the horror of Nicky and Paolo being buried alive. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes or so while we give this episode a thorough probing and take a look at the emails you've been sending to lost at sky1.co.uk. The Lost Initiative. I'm joined, as always, by Paul Terry, editor of Lost Magazine. Hello. Hello. And by our infrequent contributor, it's Geeky Tom. It's one week. One week I was on holiday. And you phoned up and spoiled it for me as well, so thank you very much. He only missed uh, the Lost Initiative last week. Tom was on holiday. We phoned him up and we told him... What did we tell him, Paul? Oh, uh, it's only some small white lie about gin. We told you. Gin, gin did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gin, yeah gin, gin got shot. That was, I think that was no, it. No, we just said he died. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was good. We didn't get your thoughts on last week's episode. Very briefly, before we, we move on to episode... 14, this week's episode, what did, what did you think about the whole Locke's dad being on the island blowing up the submarine? I don't think he, first off, I don't think he blew up the submarine, yeah, he's gone and hidden it somewhere. Okay, now that's interesting you say that. Why? You're talking about obviously him coming back soaking wet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What would he have blown up then? Not the end of the pier or something? Well, I think that he's He's Locke, he can destroy, he can blow up, he can make bombs, he's blatantly set up some kind of aim team device at the end of the pier. To, okay. Uh, okay, well that's cool, yeah. I'm not sure about the whole magic box thing. Yes, yeah, so just before we started recording <laughs> this, you, you were swearing about the magic <laughs> box. I just think it's a load of rubbish. It's not a literal box, though. I know, it better not be. It better well, it's not, not going to be a box. Yeah. Wishing you shall receive, it's, All right. it's more spiritual than that. Yeah, that's, I don't know it's spiritual, do I? I like, I like science. Oh, okay. And Locke's dad. Came out of the magic box, didn't he? I think he's the mastermind behind the whole thing. Mm. He's, he, he's there voluntarily. He's well, no, I just think they've got more contact with the outside world than we actually know. No. You think they've actually kidnapped Locke's dad? Yeah, I think they might have done. You're wrong. He's. <laughs> it's all. A, this is what we were saying last yeah, week. Yeah, it's, pretty... it's all a long con. Yeah. And we were saying, did we? Did you come up with this, Paul? That, uh, or maybe it was one of the courts. No, one of the fans had a, had a really bizarre. Well, they did an anagram thing, didn't they? Yeah. Of, of the names. And yeah. it, what was the anagram? Came out as something about. Oh, I don't know. I was hoping you. It, could it was. That it sentence. was Anthony Cooper. Blah blah blah. A few a few other words came out as um, Sawyer. Like I am the real Sawyer. We think yeah. that the, his that uh, Locke's dad is the real Sawyer. Yeah, no, no I, I think that too. Well, you didn't say it though. So well, you mean you only think it after we said it? Well, no. I, I, oh, yeah, let's start this episode. Yeah. Oh, because well, 
Episode 14. A Paolo and Nikki episode. I've got to be honest, I've not been a fan of them since it was announced before this series started that there were going to be two new people in it, that were two regular cast members. W- were you excited to notice a Nikki and a Paolo episode? I think, well, I think everybody was intrigued about what, how that would be handled. How would you actually handle two of the kind of background characters giving them their own episode mm. and, you know, like a double I, flashback? I feel it's a bit like, it's like Star Wars though. It's like the first three episodes. They're really contrived and yeah. don't actually fit in with the whole kind of ethos of the whole series. You're talking about Nicky and Paolo themselves as yeah. opposed to this episode. But yeah. I don't think anyone can say anything against the way that they weave them into the whole yeah. pilot episode. That footage was ridiculous. No, we were, we're watching it and yeah. that was amazing how they did that. Okay, so. well, yeah, it, it was, we'll, we'll get onto that a bit later on, but we do finally discover who Nicky and Paolo are and what they're doing on the island, which is all neatly summed up by Hurley at their funeral. Nicky and Paolo, I guess we didn't really know you very well. And it appears... You kill each other for diamonds. But I know there are good parts to you, too. You're always nice to me. And you remember the camp. And... I really loved Expose. Okay, then. Goodbye. So, they're buried alive? Yeah. Harsh. Are they actually dead? Because it's a great bit where he throws that sand on and their eyes are open and... Oh, I have no idea how you'd survive that. I mean, that's, that's it's a good three feet of sand and, you know, surely you choke on it straight away. Your eyes are open, you, you know, she's, they're still breathing. They're still breathing very shallowly. Locke tells Paolo early on that things don't stay buried on this island. Ah, oh, you it, think that's a foreshadowing of something else? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Shall I tell you what I, I interpret? It was a brilliant episode, I thought. Very well done. Pointless in the great scheme of the lost story. Ultimately pointless, just very clever and showing, uh, you know, the skills of what they can do. But I kind of get the feeling that the network that made this read that the fans weren't that into Nicky and Paolo and thought, we made a bit of a mistake here, let's get rid of them. But wait, if they'd started... I'll wait. ...the whole Nicky and Paolo thing with that episode... Yeah. And actually weave them into the pilot. I think it, there, there wouldn't have been such an uproar with just two random people turning up and going, oh, yeah. what, what do you mean? What, having them... Actually... Having bit, the actors from... A bit of backstory showing that they were actually... The first time we saw them yeah. as opposed to just dropping them... Oh, I see. Yes. Right, uh, you want that episode of it... What, yeah, part first. of it to have been aired well, earlier on in season well, three? Well, first, before we meet them, as in like a proper... Just to prove that they're actually there oh, type okay. thing. Oh, yeah. okay. Because... Uh, you, uh, Are they going to come back? I think they will do. You, you think they'll come back? You don't think they do, well, Only because, you know, if you're Mr. Science, I mean, if you're buried under three feet of sand and you're breathing, then you're going to choke to death, aren't you? So how will you come back? Dig your way out? Well, how? Well, how? They, 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 the opportunity she had to dig herself out was when she woke up at, at the end. and She could hold her breath for 30 seconds. 30 seconds? It would take you about uh, at least half an hour to cover those bodies in sand. But she can crawl, dig, <laughs> slide <laughs> out. She's actually it's doing a, a crawling the, It's the mime of a mole. Yeah, I like it. Can, moles do it. <laughs> uh, well, listen, let's, should we try and get our Lost exclusive in early this week? Yeah. Paul Terry, editor of Lost magazine, you have contact Howdy. with Americans. <laughs> who I believe are responsible for the TV series Lost, aren't Technology's they? amazing what we can do these days, yeah. Here's a question. Y- yes or no answer. Do you know what happens for the rest of the series? No, I don't. Okay. Do you know what happens a few weeks ahead of us? Uh, Do you have a vague idea what happens? A few bits and pieces. Okay, uh, you've, you've, you sound tasty. Uh, are we going to hear from Nicky and Paolo again? I'm not sure. Okay. Personally speaking, I think that they're under that amount of sound, they must be dead. But, you know, this is lost. And, How you know, about fishing? Maybe. Speaking? I, <laughs> I, I like the fact that you picked up on that lock line about, you know, nothing stays buried. Yes, yeah, So maybe there'll be. Some, I mean, we've seen, like, you know, Christian Shepherd appearing and he's supposed to be dead, he's yep. supposed to be in a coffin. So, I, I know, think that now they've actually written some proper backstory for them, they're justifying that, maybe giving them a few more episodes. Listening in to. Uh, 
uh, the others in the in the. I think it would be weird if they did, as you say, kind of come out zombified or something. I'm not going to come out mm. zombified, like in Creepshow with Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> Supposing they are in a, that catatonic state because of the spider bite. Yeah, for like three or four days, all episodes, let's say three or four episodes. Oh, okay. And Sawyer or someone goes back to dig up for the diamonds. Well, maybe, or, ma- or maybe, yeah, maybe if someone went to dig them that up works, and then though. saw that them all, all like, yeah. yeah, but if they saw their that faces all contorted and like stressed out, like they were trying to get out, that'd be quite cool. Little hole, that'd be quite, yeah, like they were moving, that'd be quite Check scary. The fingernails. Yeah, there is uh, speculation that Nikki and Paolo are proof of a time shift. Can I give you the evidence? Oh, oh go on. Now this is either proof of a time shift or proof of it not being such a clever episode as we first thought. Oh, go on. Okay, the first thing is they're not seen until season three. Well, I don't buy that. Nobody seems to know who they are. Right. But if there had been a time shift, they would know who they were. Flight 815 left on Wednesday the 22nd of September, but the newspaper that Paolo is reading at the airport is dated Thursday the 24th of September. That doesn't even make sense. That's insane. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> just bad prop, isn't <laughs> it's like it? It's not a bad prop. That's or... a bad prop, or he's reading an old paper. That's just, yeah. Uh, and there are differences in word order and content of the first and second versions of Jack's Live Together, Die Alone speech. But the words what? are different. That's who, who the hell is written in with that complete nonsense? I don't know, but I'm going to find out who it was and shoot them, God this, damn it. Oh, no. But just, okay. How far do you look into it? I mean, are, are, the, are the writers that infallible that they are actually thinking that much? Yeah, but aren't we just seeing a different version of events from their point of view? So they're just clicking yeah. together bits of... That's I mean, what I'm thinking. On. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Paul, listen, yeah. don't take it out of me. We, I, I know it's this whole time travel, time shifting that we've talked <laughs> about, <laughs> yeah. about. Okay, here's a theory that some idiot has, has written in with. They're the Adam and Eve on the island. Oh, of the bodies? Yes. I quite like that, actually. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's quite smart, I think. How? Don't you think? Ha- no. I don't know how, Explain it. No, I can't explain it, come on. Then it's not that smart, then, is it? He's good. Oh, what? Because I can't, because I can't explain it. It's yeah. not smart. Absolutely. They should get you working at Guantanamo <laughs> Tom, Bay. That makes we, get, we get the truth <laughs> out of those fellas soon <laughs> enough. makes no sense at all. Okay. I like it. It doesn't mean I can explain okay, it. It's there intriguing. Are, there are more references to the monster in this, this episode, with Jim thinking it was responsible for the deaths. And evidence that Nikki and Paolo have seen it at some point. How many times do I have to tell you there's no such thing as monsters? Maybe it was a dinosaur. It's not Jurassic Park, Paolo. It's the South Pacific. Then what was it? You saw the trees move. Would you start focusing? We've been here for six days, okay? The Coast Guard is going to get here any second, and I really don't think that they're going to take... Hey, you know what? I'm looking for my script bag as an excuse for not getting on the rescue boat. Okay, okay. Now, when the spiders... Were coming out to kill Nikki and her yeah. teeth. You could hear the monster noise. The monster yes. noise, Geeky Tom. Let's yes. all do it like a round. You can do like an overlap. Oh, no, don't. We're not performing monkeys. For yes, you. you are. Because you come back a week late. <laughs> right. Go on. You can do it good. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I know a bit of an anti-climax. That's, that's, down- that's a download ringtone, surely. Were they a manifestation of the black smoke, Paul Terry? I think they had to be. Surely. That's what all the fans are, will be debating right now. Because you hear that, you know. And then there's masses of them, loads of the spiders. So the black, well, yes, there were a lot. They were very noisy spiders. It's like the island isn't happy with uh, with what's just happened. It's course correcting. Well, no, it's not. Yeah. What it is, is that she threw the lady spider onto the gentleman and it, it emits a sexual pheromone that attracts the spider. Dr. Arts told us that. It's just spiders. Uh, or isn't it, Tom? Or is yeah, it? No, good science there. No, that's absolutely, it, yeah. But, we've but, been well, to- then, but then why did you hear the monster? Because it, it was probably just licking in. <laughs> On. Was it coincidence? It was I, spiders make very little noise. And so it's a television programme, so they put a little bit of noise on. It wasn't exactly the same as the, was, the black smoke. It was. It was. No, it wasn't. It, was it, was. it, was. it wasn't. It, was. it wasn't. It was the sound of, uh, like, what the sound effects guy thinks hundreds of tiny spiders' legs sound like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, should we, should we go to the lost line? All right. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that, because we should have Lon 
Hello, Lon. You all right, mate? How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Excellent stuff. Now, I believe you've got something for us. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, well, uh-huh. It's not really a, an overarching theory, more of a collection of uh, how things could be coming okay. together. You're prepared that if it's a load of old guff to be yeah. shot down in flames, aren't you? Yeah. Good lad, away you go. All right, basically, you've got the Dharma Initiative, yeah, and whilst they were investigating the Valenzetti equation, they sort of stumbled across the power the island has to interfere with fate. Right. Um, they just stumbled across it. Well, it's sort of like that's what they're investigating to how they can okay. change fate to yeah. uh, change the path of humanity. Yeah. And basically, while they were doing this, they managed to harness this power to create some kind of machine, or the box, as Ben calls it. Yeah. And this box can influence fate on the outside world to bring anything they need to the island. Hence, all the people being on the plane and getting brought to the island. Right, yeah. But whilst they were creating this machine, something went wrong. Possibly the island sort of trying to stop them. And this was the incident. Um, when it occurred, the black smoke monster was released, which is like kind of a feral version of the box itself. Um, but it's doing whatever the island wants. So it's kind of like the island in control of its power. And so the, the black smoke monster is investigating people as it meets them and tries to use its kind of apparitions and um, powers to fool them into doing what it wants to try and stop the others from abusing the island's power. So it's kind of like you've got the two forces and they're uh, trying to snuff each other out. It's like out, a guard dog. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, what's like a guard dog? The, 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 the monster. Black but we know yeah. that. I don't like islands having their own, like, special powers. It's well, like kind of rubbish. got a consciousness. I don't like that. What, islands don't have consciousness. What are you talking about? Well, well, this is a very bizarre island. We don't know the history of, like, how the black rock got the, where it was. It's a spooky like island, It's Tom. a fair point, Tom. It doesn't have a brain, though. Well, he's, he's not, not saying brain, that. He's a consciousness. He's saying cons- it's, like, it's, it's... Well, no, there's a philosophical question. Can you have a consciousness <laughs> if you don't have a brain? <laughs> Now, and, isn't a body, and you're an island. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not to rubbish your theory or anything. I think, I think, there's, I right. think there's, there's some good, good elements here. Like, c- carry on, carry on. Yeah. Well, that's, that was basically it. It's just oh. that it links a lot of stuff together with how the black, monster, black smoke monster yes. uh, meets with people, how it sort of like plays with them, trying to test out whether they're good or bad. And it could mm. possibly tie into how people like Echo are suddenly killed for no reason, as it appears to us. But possibly, remember, he was on one of the first lists that the others wanted. Yes. Of people that they wanted to collect from the, the survivors. So maybe the island saw him as a threat investigate and see if he could possibly be used by the island itself when it decided it couldn't just finished him off so why didn't, we, sad yeah, to see, why didn't he kill him in the first place <sighs> because he was testing him what? Yes. and that's why when he actually tested him well, saw whether he would repent or not to go the is, island's way but I mean, like Damon Lindelof and Abraham said that there's a scientific kind of explanation by him pretty much oh, have they said that yeah they bloody have that was oh, seasons right. ago mate. language yeah, but it's still true ago. though you want it to be true okay Lon it's an interesting th- theory although I don't think you've told us much that's new no it's kind of just uh, how things sort of fit together a little summary of what's happened so far yeah okay well Lon anything else not really okay well listen Lon <laughs> thank you very much that an interesting theory, a little bit dull, I thought. Uh, but otherwise, fine. Uh, we got an email from Lamb. Lon and Lamb. Lovely. Having seen Expose, I would like to present. It was a bit like Diagnosis Murder, the whole episode, wasn't <laughs> it? Was. The whole episode of Lost. Obviously, Expose was a spoof of that genre of television programme, but the whole thing where they're looking for diamonds, mm. and there was even the bit when, right near the beginning, when Sawyer's talking, and they started playing that kind of diagnosis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved Hurley, all Hurley's little Dick Van Dyke lines. Yeah, it was a bit. bleeped out. Uh, <laughs> having, having seen Expose, says Lamb, I would like to present to you my brilliant theory Ooh. that the reason why Christian Shepherd's corpse has disappeared is that he is not dead because he faked his own death with 
a Medusa spider. I believe that he is a significant member of the others, or Dharma, so would know the island and therefore all about this special spider. Okay. So the whole programme is about a rare species of spider. A species? And a species of spider. It could be a species of spider. A species of spider. I think that's a bit ill-thought-out, ill-conceived <laughs> and downright stupid. <laughs> Tom? He's still alive, but probably not spider-induced. He's alive, definitely, yeah. Uh, anyway, if you want to contact us with your emails or come on the Lost Line, then send a, an email to us at lost at skyone.co.uk. Now, we discover in this episode, 14, that Nikki and Paolo found the pearl hatch and the drug plane before everyone else. Why didn't they tell anyone? Because they were out for themselves. They weren't bothered to, you but, know, report that to well, I didn't tell anyone because it was written in later on. <laughs> yes, I, you, you do get the feeling it, it was it was brilliantly done. This episode, excellently done. You were talking about the intercutting with the pilot episode and uh, the reintroduction of Ernst, and of course Ian Summerholder just going, "Yes, another day's work, fantastic," you know. But you do get the, the feeling that they sort of were looking at the history of the island. Thought, well, what can we do? Oh, I know, we can say they got to such and such first, and th- th- yeah. th- they found the plane. It felt a little bit contrived. Yeah, yeah. Remember that we put that cigarette in there. How the hell are we going to explain that? Oh, well, yeah, there, there we was can the, fit that in later on. There was the toilet scene, wasn't there? Yeah. The cigarette wasn't yeah. explained though. No, no, wasn't it wasn't explained. No, they because they, you. You were jumping up and down when he went down the hatch the first time, saying, oh, we're going to see yeah, yeah. him leave his cigarette there. But he didn't. Oh, right. Because he wasn't smoking. But yes, the toilet yeah, connection. Yeah. Um, speaking of the toilet, yes, we also uh, got to see Paolo eavesdropping on Ben and Juliet while he was in the lavvy. Why are we doing this? Shepard will never agree to do the surgery. No, I can convince him to do it. How? Same way I get anybody to do anything. I find out what he's emotionally invested in. And I exploit it. So, what? We just grab all three of them, Ford and Austin, too? No, they need to come to us. And how do we make that happen? Michael, of course. Again, I thought the conversation between Ben and Juliet was a little bit... Dry? A little bit dry and... We we only have one minute to fit all this information (laughs) in. Let's do this. Did you not think, Paul? No, it was fine. What was wrong with it? All right, so, well, you, you enjoyed it, did you? Well, yeah, I, I thought... What did you well, make well, of it? Yeah, Tom had a little leap out of his chair moment and going... Ooh. I thought it was good. I thought it was good, but it, it was a bit contrived. I thought it was a nice way of actually explaining or tying together that whole thing which everyone's been thinking. Is, I guess well, so. why didn't he... Why didn't they go and abduct him? And he said, no, I'll, I'll do how I, you know... I, like, I don't know, I kind of would have liked that in a better episode rather than just one about two minor characters that are getting written out of the script. All right, but what if there was no Ben and Juliet or any of that those characters in this episode? You've been saying, well, where's Ben? So at least they, they put Ben in it. They put yeah, Ben I and Juliet so. in the episode. So. I, I thought it was terrible. He said, oh, he's cute. He's cute, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. She, she, doesn't, she hasn't spoken like that nice at all. Hair. She had nice hair. She didn't, yeah, she wasn't acting like a character. No, not at all. I don't think, I, I thought that when Locke um, uh, sees Paolo digging yeah, the hole, yeah. I thought, well, he's not acting like Locke. It's like, it's like they're guest stars in their own show, you know, and they're not <laughs> acting as they normally would do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Could be time shift. Uh, again, why, why doesn't Paolo go up to Jack and Kate and Sawyer and say, oh, by the way, I was in this secret <laughs> hatch, <laughs> right, and there's these two weird dudes and they're going to, like, try and kidnap you and stuff yeah. and get you to do an operation by exploiting... He yeah. didn't do that. I picked up a CB radio, probably, we, you know, we may be able to use it to contact people outside the island. Oh, yeah, there's some video screens in there. I wonder what the hell they do. Maybe we can use it and we can <laughs> go home. Uh, exactly. That was, again, the walkie-talkie. It was, again, it was just like another sort of clever little trick because there was no use of it. It will be later. It's blatantly setting something up for later because now they've got a CB radio, but it was a bit rubbish the way they did it. Ben and Julia, you didn't hear them going up the stairs. Did you not? There's only one way out. It must have been the stairs. Well, is there only one way out? Because you didn't... And also, he you, came out... And you said that, that you heard that conversation, you know, did you hear the conversation at the end when they said, that well, we've got to cover it up a bit more because it's 
look like it's been found or something. And also, if they would have gone up the top, yeah. they would have locked it. Exactly, yeah. Locking him in there. So, is there another entrance? Is there a, a, a maybe, maybe there is. tunnels yeah, under maybe the ground? There is. I, whoa. Oh, yeah, mem- remember that on the map, they're all connected, but they've been blocked off. Okay. Yeah, go on. <laughs> go on. Well, well, go well, on. I love bits like that. It's brilliant. We won't go pursue on. that. <laughs> uh, now, again, the, uh, the sun was just looking fantastic in this. I really thought she looks hot. I thought that was a bad time that it came out, the whole Charlie and Sawyer and something. I'm glad that was addressed. Because, you know, they're, they're all good mates again, but um, it's getting... Shouldn't the, well, you know. you're, good, you're not going to be good mates if someone says, oh, by the way, do you know what? You know when you got kidnapped and you're having nightmares about it a couple, a couple of weeks ago? It was me. Yeah, the one that you thought you nearly were going to die. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was us. We did it. Is that <laughs> right? A lot of the fans always complain about, oh, they never tell each other things. I, I'm glad that came up, because at least it's been addressed and, you know... Again, I think it came up in a bad way. Ways, I think yeah. Charlie confessing because suddenly he feels a bit guilty. Yeah, it should have cut. It should have been discovered. Where son goes, what? Hang on, it. Or she, son should overhear them or something. I yeah, if you going, oh. there were like a few big points that were kind of lightly brushed over in this episode that could have been huge things, big twists. Like son finding out about that. And also, some would say, go up to Jin and say, Charlie and uh, <laughs> Sawyer, they kidnapped me. Go and beat the cack out of them. Yeah. And then Jin. Yeah. Lamps in there and gives one. Good fight. <laughs> Good fight, yeah. Okay, we've got another email. This oh. is from James Batchelor. That's probably his real name. Yeah, that's, that's a sensible name. Oh, I like imagination silly yeah. names. With he sounds like a like James Blunt kind of singer-songwriter, doesn't he? James Batchelor. Now, here's his email. After Hurley tells Leonard he has used the numbers, Leonard screams that Hurley has opened the box. In The Man from Tallahassee, Ben also mentions a box. So, what if the island is the box. All the characters have found something that they deeply desire. Here's a list. Echo found his brother. Charlie found a place to beat his drug addiction. Already on board. John got his legs. Son is pregnant. Sawyer found Kate. Kate found a place where the law can't get her. Side found love with Shannon. Rose found a cure for cancer. Jack potentially found his father. Michael found a place to bond with Walt. Claire will potentially find a family in Jack and someone special in Charlie. And Nikki and Paolo found work experience and speaking lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a nice one at the yeah, end. That can redeem it. <laughs> well done. The list is endless if the island is literally a box, i.e. some form of dimensional rift protecting it from the real world. This would also explain why you have to know where the exit is. Michael and Walt had to leave on a bearing of 325 exactly, and why Desmond sailed for three weeks in the same direction and ended back up on the island. Doesn't ex- doesn't make sense, does it, Paul? Not really, no. Guys, no. I'm a bit lost, to be honest. Excuse the pun. Can I just go off on a tangent a bit? Yeah, why the hell not? Where's Rose and uh, Bernard? Uh, we think that they're doing summer stock. Oh, right, fair play. They're in a, they're in a play somewhere, and they couldn't be bothered to they've come been, back. They've been mentioned, haven't they? They've been referenced yeah. on, on okay. the island. Someone, someone did mention uh, last week, I think, that... Um, uh, I think it was Joe on the Lost Line. Yeah. Uh, that it... The Lost Line, it's just a phone. Can't <laughs> 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 ruin the magic. Uh, uh, someone mentioned on the Lost Line last week that it was uh, a, a sign of a time shift in the, and that Nicky and Paolo had replaced Rose and Bernard, but I think it's just they're busy doing... I know, yeah. ...doing something else. Pretty uh, movie. Uh, James, rubbish, but funny about Nicky and Paolo. But I love the, ho- the uh, box bit. I, good no, box. I forgot, oh, I've oh. forgotten the box bit, the, yeah. the Leonard bit. That's brilliant. Yeah, those bits are good. Do you remember that? The, the, they're saying the list is a, uh, the island is literally a box. No, well, you, no, no need to list it. You could have just said the island brings things that people want and they design. That would have been fine, you know. But so, Tom, good things a in bit this. Redundant. Um, I just like the mentioning going back to the um, the whole boxing. Okay, at the beginning. Uh, one more quick email from John Blort. Now he says the island has the power to cause things to appear, like Jack's father, Walt drenched in water, the black horse, etc. So I believe that what is happening is that the island gives certain people the power to make these things to appear, but in doing so, it changes the past. 
Well, I could... This means that for those people or things who appear on the island, they have not just popped out of thin air, but have followed a course of events which has brought them to the island. A course of events brought about by their past being altered by someone on the island merely wishing it to be so. This could account for the entire Flight 815 plane crash. Bear may have wished that a spinal surgeon would appear on the island and this caused the entire chain of events to unfold. Well, I think that goes without saying, doesn't it? But that's that's a theory that's popular. Oh, John Bloor's theory goes further. My theory goes further. (laughs) I hypothesise that perhaps one person was originally on the island who used its power to bring other people there. As more people have arrived, perhaps some of them have also used this past-altering power to bring yet more people and things to the island, thus causing ever-increasing chaos. Hmm. If you're going to send your theories, you're making decent. Tom, <laughs> and, uh, uh, I mean, there's, there's things in that I, I kind of uh, like. But then it, it can't... zoned out, to be honest. It can't work properly, because to get Juliet on the island, Ben sends Ethan and that weird dude... Out into the real world, he doesn't go to the box and go send Juliet. To yeah, the, I know. don't think that's. It can't be used. I don't that way. like this whole box thing. I really don't. It doesn't really sit well for me. I don't like it. I'm, I'm keen to, for, for this to, to, to find out more about this yeah, box. Yeah, to resolve it's, itself a bit more. How it is, and I don't think we're going to find out till next series. Uh, I think we have another caller on the lost line. It's Arnaud. Yeah, hello, Jan. Hello, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, uh, j'ai 12 ans? Uh, yep. Uh, that means well, I'm 12 years old. That's all I know in French. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll stop there. Arnaud, uh, uh, what have you got for us? Well, I've got a theory for you. There's a couple of parts to it. Oh, okay. Uh, I think that the main theme of the show actually has to do with uh, cow's theory. With, with the cow's theory? Chaos theories. Chaos theory, yes. Chaos theory. Ca- chaos uh, theory. Thank you, Tom. The, the idea that uh, you know the the butterfly flapping its wings in the the South Pacific will have you know repercussions at the other end of the world, yes. and, oh, yeah. and the idea that every action in the world has a reaction, and really nothing is due to chance. Yes. So based on that, basically, it's possible to really, uh, if, if you're able to model the, um, those dynamics and if you're able to process them in a big enough computer, you're able to, in, in a sense, uh, predict the future. Yes. And I think that's what Dharma has done. They've been able to predict the future. They've discovered that oh, mankind yes. is headed for um, for disaster. That's the Valenzetti equi- equation. I, I assume it. So that if you if you put in enough uh, data into this computer uh, from a, an original starting point, you can predict what all of the outcomes are going to be, and therefore what's going to happen. Exactly. It's, do it's you do you like a Sorry, Anna. Do you yeah, think that this is? Like, do you think that this is how Desmond is able to see what happens in the future? That somehow he's tapped into this? I think so. I, th- I think indirectly. I think the uh, the Dharma Initiative uh, is able to, to see in the future, and I think they're passing on to Desmond what he needs to know about the future. Okay. It works so I for think me. Desmond has some some clear. Uh, he has a role that he needs to play. I think the, his role involved pressing the bu- the button at some point. Right now, his role may have uh, may involve other things such as saving. Forget the, this. Uh, the oh, name Charlie. Of this guy, but, Charlie. Yeah. Yes, I've forgotten his name already. Exactly. I think where the uh, island comes in is that they basically the Dharma Initiative at some point set out to change the course of the of the future. Right. And they they discovered this island in the South Pacific, which had very powerful electromagnetic properties, and they basically built up this machinery to be able to harness those properties. And and, and again, it's it's back to the idea of the uh, you know the butterfly flapping its wings. And if you're really basically they're able to to harness the power of the island very precisely yes. to basically impact the environment oh, no, Okay, listen, them. I'm going to interrupt you there. Tom, you were nodding along to that. I quite like it, because he's actually come along and 
basing it all on science rather than just oh yeah it's a magic box and what everyone wishes it comes out you know stuff comes that's right this is I think he's he's, I think he's talking a lot of sense yeah he's got a bit more but Tom aren't they they interconnected then because he says I don't know what you did John but you caused something to happen so if it's about chaos theory which is what's been discussed now yeah that that is the box then. So they're not two separate items; they can be connected. Well, I just don't like the way this whole spiritual side of it. I like the whole science. Bit Supposing of... the box is there for a computer, super brain computer. Exactly. There's a computer attached to the box, and super I'm happy brain. about that. But yeah, but it's still chaos, theory, brain, isn't it? You know? Doesn't need a brain. So, what do you think the monster is? Well, uh, the, the monster. I'm, I'm I'm not too sure, but I've got a theory about who who the lasties are. I think basically what Dharma set out as well is because they're able to predict in the future. Yes. They were they're able to identify key individuals around the world whose destiny is going to precipitate the fall of mankind uh, and that's what Jack and all those guys at, at some point they were going to do things in the future that were going to precipitate the fall of mankind so I think what Dharma does they identify those key individuals He's good. they abduct them they brainwash them and then they release them back into the world uh, so that instead of having a negative influence on the world, yeah. they start having a positive influence on the world. Tell you this what, is yeah. good. This is heavy stuff. It's good. Yeah. Let's make a, so a series I, out of this. It's, 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 I'd watch this. Yeah, I would watch Put this too. on Sky. I'd, yeah. I'd watch it. They'd get another 10 million subscribers. Exactly. Paul, any comments you want to make yeah, there? Yeah, it's very, it's, it's very interesting. I like the analysis of it. It's good. I know, listen, we, we're going to have to move on because we're running out of time. Can I say, you're probably the most sensible caller we've ever had on the Lost Line. Amazing. Would, would you, you get in touch with us again in the future? Sure. I, I mean, I've got a bunch of uh, other stuff, so yeah. I'll, I'll just yeah. email it back to you. E- email it back to us. Says, oh, need a cup of tea. Uh, but thank you for that. Take care. Uh, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, that was good. That was good. That was, that was, ju- that was, was meaty. That yeah, felt it, like a big steak. It, yeah. it was logical. It, yeah. it, it worked for me. Even Tom is agreeing. And it just made sense, doesn't it? Everything works. So. Well, you've heard how it can be done. If you want to come on the Lost Line, uh, I don't think you're going to be as good as Arno. Uh, then you send us your theories, uh, your telephone number, or whatever you want to lost at skyone.co.uk. But do be warned, if your theories are rubbish, you will give you a right telling off. OK, listen, that's all we've got time for, except uh, Paul Terry, in one sentence... Can you summarise what you learnt, what you got from this show? Nicky and Paolo seem to have been there from the start. Geeky Tom, one sentence, what did you make of this show? Um, they're getting better at spreading out the episodes. I want another plot-driven one. Uh, well, uh, I think you might get one next week. Episode 15 uh, is on Sunday, 10pm on Sky 1. It's repeated Wednesday, 10pm, uh, and then on Sky 2, Friday at 9pm. Yeah. And we'll be here once again right after episode 15. Left Behind has been on your television. I'm Ian Lee, and until then, namaste. Initiative is a co production for Sky One.